Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. As believers, we're always trying to sometimes can get caught up in trying to measure ourselves to see if we're right with God, see if we know God. So we're praying, we're fasting, we're doing all matter of works trying to prove that we know God. But today we're going to look at the scripture to show that if you know God, there's a four-letter word that will prove it, and that is love. For the scripture said that he that knoweth God, love it. So let's take a look at these scriptures today in this episode when we talk about love, the measuring stick of the believer. Love, a four-letter word that holds so much weight, especially in the life of a believer. Love governs our two most important relationships, our relationship with God and our relationship with man. Let's look at the scriptures. First John chapter 4, starting at verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And this was the... Was And this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the perpetuation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. And then we go down to verse 20. It says, if a man say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he had seen, how can he love God whom he had not seen? And this is the commandment we have from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. All right. So look at this. Love is the thing that shows that we're measuring up to God's standard. Um, we can fast. It doesn't say fast 400 times. It doesn't say um, read or remember a thousand scriptures. It doesn't say give all to the poor. Those are all great things. But if you want to know and prove that you love God, it will be proven by how you love one another. How do I know I know God? He said that he is born of God, loveth. So if you're born of God, if you've been born again, love is a requirement. We cannot say we're new believers. We cannot say we're walking in the newness of life and not love one another. That is the command that we have from the beginning. In John chapter 13, verse 34, he says, um, a new command I've given to you to love one another as I have loved you. Now, in that chapter, in John chapter 13, Jesus is about to head toward the cross. It's right after the final, the last supper. And he's encouraging them. He doesn't tell them, look, y'all stick together. Y'all be prepared to fight. Um, y'all do this and that. He says to them simply, the new command I give you to love one another as I have loved you. When Judas goes to betray him, he doesn't prepare them for war. He doesn't prepare them. He doesn't say, well, things don't get bad. You got to run and hide. He just says a new command I'm giving you at this moment to love one another as I have loved you. In the trying times, in the turbulent time, the love is the most important thing. He didn't lay hands on them again and John and, 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 and give them more power. He didn't lay hands on them and tell them to go do anything dynamic. He just says, 
the new command I've given to you is to love one another as I have loved you. By this men shall know that you are my disciples if you love one another. That is amazing to me. All that Jesus could have said to them when he knew Jesus, Judas was about to betray him, all he said to them is you got to love one another. And this is how people are going to know that you walk with me after I'm gone. This is how people are going to know that we walk with God is by our love. We can't be telling people that we know God. We can't be telling our family and friends that we know God and we don't love and we don't forgive and don't walk in this matter of love. He says, listen, listen to this. In, in John 4, 1 John 4 and 9 says this, and this was, was manifest the love of God toward us because God sent his son, his only son begotten into the world that we might live through him. Here it is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the perpetuation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. So it said God manifested his love toward us by sending Jesus to us, sending Jesus to die for our sins, to be the payment for our sins. That's how God showed his love to mankind. So if God would send his only begotten son into the world to, to die for the sins of us and show his love, then we ought to love one another. Why am I still holding on to unforgiveness? Why am I still bitter? Why, why do I still have malice? Why do I have still guile in my heart toward my brother or my sister? If God has shown me such a Lord, such love, if there's anyone that has a right not to forgive and be merciful, it would be God because he, he's perfect. He's perfect. And he said the wages of sin is death. We're supposed to receive death for our sins. But instead of death for our sins, we receive love. Instead of judgment or condemnation for our sin, we receive the love of Christ. He said, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we ought to love one another. He said, no man has seen God at any time. All right? If we love one another, God dwells in us and his love is perfected in us. You haven't seen God, but he loves you. And so if a man's going to see God, he's going to have to see love. His love is made perfect. So he said, listen, no man has seen God. If your man's going to see God, he's going to see it in you through your love. He's going to see it in me through my love. He said, "My his love is made perfect when I love you. And when you love me, that's when someone see who God is. Love is a sacrifice. The expression of who we know in God and the power of God in our life will be out of our love. Listen, I thought about this. You know, the Bible says, he said that many will say in that day, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. And he said, I will say, I will never knew you. And I often thought that was all of, always about the sin, about sin someone was doing undercover that made God say he never knew him. But he could simply be saying, I never knew you because you didn't love. I never knew you because you didn't love and you didn't forgive and you didn't love your neighbor as yourself. And you didn't show the love of God toward others that I, that, that you, that I showed toward you. So that could be the thing that disqualifies us. I always thought about sin disqualifying you, but your lack, but our lack of love can disqualify us for the grace, the mercy, and forgiveness of God. Isn't that amazing? He, he even told us again in verse 20, he says, listen, if a man say, I love God, 
and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he had not seen? He's letting us know, don't fool yourself. Don't say that you're honest. Don't say that you're a truth teller. Don't say that you're walking in newness of life. If you can't love your brother, you are a liar. So the first thing we have to learn and be reminded to do, we have to love one another. He says in 1 Peter, have fervent love toward one another, but love covers a multitude of sins. The one thing that reason that we can't forgive, the one thing that we can, reason we won't let things go is because we don't love one another and we don't allow the perfect, fervent love of God to cover the sins of those or what people have done to us and what we have done to others. If we have the fervent love toward one another, then that love is going to cover some things and allow me to forgive him and allow us to present each other perfect, each every man perfect in Christ. But it's love. It ain't what we thought it was. Miracle signs and wonders are good and they're, they're of God and they follow the believer. But you know what else follows the believer? You know what else goes before the believer? It is love. This is how they're going to know that we love God and know God is because we loving one another. Love is it, guys. We can keep playing with this thing and I can keep talking about it over and over again. But love is this distinguishing factor. Love is the measuring stick if I know God or not. In the scripture in Isaiah, he talks about a plumb line. And the plumb line was used to, um, to make sure buildings and walls were vertical and they were straight up and they were upright. And he talked about a plumb line. But we're going to talk about today, we're going to know that love is the plumb line. Love will show us if we're vertical, if we're upright, if we're standing in line with the things of God. Love is our measuring stick, our plumb line, with our level, love shows it. So you can keep doing miracle signs and wonders. You can ask God to give you the gifts to raise the dead. You can ask God to do all matter of things through you if you want. And he may just do those things. But the one thing, the most thing we need to be asking God to do through us is love through us. Show me how to love. Let me surrender my heart and my mind to, to restore these broken relationships, to forgive someone, to be reconciled to someone, to show the benevolence and charity without looking for anything in return. Then they're going to know the love of God is perfected in us when we love one another. So I encourage you today, believers, to remember the new command. He said, the new command I've given to you is to love one another as I have loved you. In 1 John 4 and 21, he says, as this commandment we have from him, that he who loveth God, love his brother. If you love God, love your brother. You can't love God and not love your brother. You know, that is a direct conflict with who God really is. God loves us. We ought to love one another. We can sacrifice we can lay aside our hurt feelings. We can lay aside our broken heart. Ask God to repair it because he said he will repair our hearts. He'll, he'll, he said, when our heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than dying. He binded the broken heart by his spirit and his love. But you got to love God. You got to lay that thing to a side. You got to forgive someone because we want to be right standing with God. We don't want to be standing before God having done all these things and experienced all this grace and he said I never knew you because I couldn't love not because of sin because you were keeping the law you were walking according to the statutes with your body not doing this and not doing that but the fact that you couldn't love will make him say Lord say I never knew you and you won't be able to enter the grace and eternal life with Christ Jesus
I encourage you now to see God. Ask him to show you your heart. And wherever you're not loving, ask him to open you up that you better love. And let the Spirit of God cover you that you'll be kind you one to another, tenderhearted, forgive one another, as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. He loved us first, and we're going to love the way he loved us, that the world may see what the love of God really looks like. Thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I'm glad you were here. I hope this word has encouraged you, has encouraged me to search ourselves that will make sure that we show the world that we know God, because we can love one another. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.